Welcome to episode one of Beauty and the Bod. With Rennie and Dre. Well, cannot believe, can't believe we've been talking about doing this for a whole year, Ren. I'm pretty sure it's over a year. Well, that's embarrassing. So let's just say a year. I am like, I don't know. I feel like 2022, everybody's on the same wavelength, though, that they're like doing the stuff that they have said they weren't going to do. Yeah. I think this year is all about... For most people, getting after your goals. Now more than ever, I feel like the pandemic and COVID has really inspired people to chase after their goals and get after it. You've had a lot of time at home, Mm -hmm. a lot of time to face your demons, Mm -hmm. get right with yourself. Some some people. Some people people did an excellent job at avoiding themselves for two years. (laughs) You know, facts. Uh, For me personally, though, I feel like I, like, I mean, you too. Yeah, no, I feel like I don't... I don't even feel like I'm the same person who went into the pandemic. Hell no. No, I feel like so, like I couldn't feel more different than I did t- damn near two years ago now. I know. So crazy. Nuts. I also, yeah, I just feel like for me, it just challenged me to like level up, be better. Yeah. I think going into it, there was just so much I just didn't even know I needed to like be better at. I feel like now, well, I've just come a long way, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Going into it, I, I just had no idea. I think there's just so much that I that woke me up about myself. No, I agree. Agree. Me too. Well, so then let's. That's what we're gonna get into this episode. Let's talk through our 2022 goals. goals. I was gonna say Ambitions. resolutions, but I feel like people are moving away from that word. Resolutions is being canceled. I feel like it's like hit or miss because some influencers that I see. Love it. Some hate it. I think it's kind of all up to you. I'm cool with goals. I'm cool with dreams, ambitions. Resolution to me just kind of sounds like, in my opinion, it's almost just like it's your New Year's resolution. You're just working on it this, I don't know. Like January? Yeah. (laughs) Or like just this year. I'll be done with it. But I feel like we should be setting up long-term goals. Like goals that are going to go far past 2022. We're just taking steps this year to get closer to what we want to be long term does that make sense yeah, yeah, like yeah. overall no I agree okay so 2022 goals yeah so okay. we'll, we'll each go through three and then we can cool do we want to dissect one at a time like you yeah do one and then bounce to me I'll do one yeah for sure because I want like okay. context around them and things shit. like that oh yeah okay do you want to go first okay I'll go first well my first one obviously um is like healing. I'm on a healing journey. Um, Love that for you. Documented on my Instagram at Adriana D. Um, Adriana underscore D. Um, Obviously, I'm on a healing journey. I've been not feeling well for the last year. Like, God had a lot of health issues. And I feel like at the end of last year, I love it when this happens. Like, at the end of last year, like, I started to, like, make – big strides towards my healing and so now I feel like going into 2022 that gives me more motivation because like I feel like so much of the hard part is done yes but I want to keep going on that journey and telling people about it because I just like had to dig so hard for information when I was going through my healing journey so I feel like that's its own goal so actually I'm just going to cut it there but healing that's going to be my big theme of this year like eating eating what I need to be eating, doing what's good for my body, figuring out all kinds of interesting stuff about my body. I'm just in the healing zone for 2022. So my question to you about this is like, aside from like 
changing your eating habits. What all does that entail? Because I know you're meeting with a chiropractor. What else? Well, yeah, so I'm working with a whole – I have a whole new healthcare team that I put together. So I have, like, a, a new functional medicine doctor, a new chiropractor. Um, I'm working with a health coach um, through, a, like, a program for, like, chronic illness healing. So I've got, like, this whole, like, new team around me that I'm working through. So I'm learning to do all kinds of different, like, brain training – I'm learning, like, using food as medicine. I'm learning just more about, like, my body and, like, how our body, like, optimal health living. Like, not health, like, like with, yeah, like, not health with, oh, you're within healthy range. Like, that's not even, that's not even healthy, you know, we're finding out. But like, like, you're getting there. That's, like, you're not dead today. And that's perfect. That's where we want to be. But, like, actually getting to the point of, like, optimal healthy living. Like, that's where I'm trying to get. And so... Just learning more about all kinds of different stuff, like not just food, but like supplements and like getting out into the sun and like saunas and like infrared lights and acupuncture, like all the types of different stuff that's out there that like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I want to explore all kinds of different modalities and by the end of next year, I want to literally feel like better than I've ever felt since I like popped out that wound, you know? Yeah. Now, would you say you're feeling better than you ever felt so far are you feeling pretty good where are you at in terms of feeling good no I don't feel better than I felt but I feel more hopeful which is that's great great so my mindset's in a better place than it's been in a long time but that's that's part of it too you know what I mean that's all part of it like mind body soul like it's all part of it so my body isn't there yet but my mind is getting there so and honestly I feel like that's like one of the hardest parts so yeah I mean I kind of feel like that almost ties into like manifesting something for yourself kind of just from what yeah. I'm hearing yeah like, if you're and your perspective like shifting your perspective and being hopeful you're bound to only move forward and succeed or like progress yeah for in sure a forward direction I think again that ties back into manifesting like you're almost manifesting like your future that you will feel better I know manifesting is kind of weird it's like, not weird I just think like how do you manifest how do you manifest like do you manifest? Like, the doing the task of manifesting? Like, how do I... Well, I guess, I like, do? are you, like, the... Because I, I feel like every manifesting is so different for everybody, and maybe it's supposed to be that way. Like, are you a call-on-the-universe type of gal? Mm. Or are you more just, like, speak, like, life over yourself and, like, good things and, like, put good things out there, good things will come? Is that, like... I feel... So, for me, actually, it's funny you ask, because I just started meditating in the morning. I love that. I just started meditating. I do a 10-minute meditation. Um, I usually do... It's a guided meditation. So, the one I... I've been doing two different ones. One is, like, man, called Manifesting Your Dreams. Mm. Um, the other one is just, like, a morning meditation to kind of, mm. like, get your day going. Love that. But they have two... Each one has its own mantra that, like, she asks you to repeat, and then she gives you time to be quiet, and you can repeat it, or you can just, like, sit with your... Like, sit in that meditation and, like, sit with your thoughts, mm-hmm. and just, like, it really challenges you or, like, teaches you to, like, welcome the thought, acknowledge the thought, but don't sit on the thought and, like, obsess or whatever, overthink it. So, yeah, for me, as far as manifesting goes, I've been meditating and, like, speaking the mantra out loud. I'll be honest, I can't remember the mantra, but I'll get that for next time. Um, I think, I truly believe manifesting, I feel like it can be taken different ways, but for me, manifesting just means, like, you're getting your mind in the right place and you're 
as long as your thoughts are on what you are, like your ambitions or your dreams, mm-hmm. you're like focused on those things, you're naturally, you're only going to start doing things to propel you in that direction. Right. Does that make sense? No, like, no. Yeah, yeah. That's what manifesting is to me. I don't believe that like you sit here and you say like, I'm going to be rich. And like, you just keep saying it that you're just going to be rich. Right, you right, You have right. to obviously put in the work for it. I just think like for me, a dream of mine is to have a house on Camelback. And I just, I always envisioned what I would look like in the house that I want on Camelback. I envision oh, what that, that house would look like. That's a big part of it is envisioning things like that for myself. And today during my meditation, I just envisioned that house. I envisioned myself in it. Oh my God, I love that. And I truly believe like, I'm just now like on the track of getting to where I want to be. I may not have that house next year, but like, I believe a hundred percent that I will get there in at least the next five to 10 years. I love that. Yeah, visualization is huge. Oh, that makes me so excited. Yes. Okay. I love your goal. Okay. Sorry, I kind of got off topic there. No, that's totally fine. Tell me one of yours. Um, a big one for me this year is leveling up in my career. Okay. That's a huge one. I want to make an industry change personally. Okay. As you know, I'm in insurance now, but I really want to get into fintech. So financial technology is where it's at. It's yeah. booming. That's our future. Yeah. It's explosive. Um, so the goal for me is to make the industry change, even if it's kind of a lateral move or even like an entry-level position. I'm trying to just accept that mm-hmm. with the pay cut. But, yeah, overall, I, I do want to switch industries and get into financial technology and um, see where that takes me. Um, I manifest that too, though. Like, I have always pictured myself in a boardroom in a meeting with a freaking power suit on. You gotta have the power Girl, suit. yes. So this year, I fully intend on getting one. Wow. And, yeah. I goal. love that. And then, um, like, a very nice, obviously, tailored to me pantsuit and then uh yeah I want to like switch industries and get on some type of executive team even if I'm an assistant like gotta start somewhere yeah you gotta start that's honestly probably the greatest place to start because executive assistants they are so close to the executives I feel like you learn more being an assistant to an executive than you could learn at like four years of college oh for sure yeah about the experience I mean I have to say I'm learning a lot in my pro like my master's program Mm mm-hmm but I do think that being close and working closely with an executive will give me the hands-on experience. Like, yeah. Hands-on, like applied. I'll be able to apply whatever I'm learning in the program. Because the programs open my eyes up to think more broad and think, like, from an organizational perspective rather than, like, employee perspective. Right. Um, think from a leader's perspective. So, yeah, I uh, I do agree with you. I'd love to be an executive assistant. So let's manifest that. We, we're myself. manifesting. We what are... are what are you, um, like, so for example, you're saying you want to make an industry change, you want to level up in your career, like, what would you say is, like, one big step you're taking for that? Like, what is the first step you're looking to take, like? What do you mean as far as, like, the process of doing this? Are you, or? like, researching companies you're super interested in, or, like, I was going to say, like, what kind of, what's your path with it? Yeah, so 100% researching the companies. Like as that. much as, like... I'm not trying to be incredibly picky, but I do want to obviously be somewhat right. picky. I want to align with the values of that company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's important. Um, there's a few that I've picked out that I'm super interested in. Some of them I've actually, like, so I invest in crypto. You know this. Yeah. I think you know this. Um, I've done it through Robinhood application and through Coinbase. 
um, I've applied for jobs for, with both of those companies because I've actually worked with their like applications. That's very cool. As a consumer, I feel like I, I've seen how they operate. I like how Coinbase operates more so than Robinhood. Robinhood has a lot of tech issues and just too many like um, glitches. Yeah. Um, I don't love that speaking from a customer's perspective. But I'm here for Coinbase. I've actually applied for an executive assistant position. That's Coinbase. Cool. So, yeah, my goal is like researching the companies, making sure that their values align with mine, at least to a degree. Doesn't right. have to be 100. percent um, And then, just yeah. No, that's huge. I mean, obviously, I'm a corporate recruiter, so I'm always like curious to see how like people prepare. And I think like research is so underrated. Like, if you go into like interviews and stuff, like acting like you gave like half a crap enough to like google the company or like know a purpose for being there or why that coming I think that just sets you apart like so I think it's like that you can actually speak to what you like I don't know I think that sets you apart I think you're gonna do great just because of that I actually have a question here you said do you look at people's resumes yeah it's literally my job okay so then do you see cover letters do you think cover letters are important so to me, no, really? I don't, I don't even think, I don't even think, I mean, there might be a place to upload them for my job, but every I don't. Every single application, sorry to cut you off, but every single application I've like, or applied for, or whatever submitted asks for a resume and the cover letter is optional. So like I'm thrown, I don't know if it makes me more competitive. Than it really one. doesn't. You don't think so? No, no. Okay. I, I think that's an old school mentality. I think majority of recruiters, I could be wrong, I could be wrong, um, aren't reading them. Um, I don't, I, people like copy and paste those things, you know what I mean? So it's like, it doesn't mean anything to me. I'm more looking at your resume. I'm more looking at like, you know, obviously you want a resume that's not excessively busy. You want it to be easy to read, easy to a recruiter's eye. You want to really highlight your accomplishments, things like that. Like, um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't. We don't do the cover letter thing where I work, um, and I think it's just super outdated. Obviously, some companies are going to require it. I've seen a lot of applications like that where companies require it, so obviously that in case have one on deck. Yeah. Um, but no. No, I wouldn't. If it's optional, I wouldn't add it. Okay. I feel like you should look at my resume. I didn't realize that that's what you did. Yeah. I feel like you should look at mine just to see if it... Yeah. We can check it out. Okay, cool. It's what I do all day long. Mm-hmm. Look at resumes. It's yeah. it's a wonderful life, honestly. <laughs> and I love this for you. Mm-hmm. I love this for you. All right. So moving on. Second goal. I am not going to give time to people who – how do I want to say this? Like they don't bring value to your life. Yeah. Like don't bring value to my life who aren't meeting me halfway. Or even like like-minded. Like yeah. Like people who are not like – you don't have to lift me up because it's not your responsibility to, but, like, who aren't willing to, like, help me better, be better in some way. Like, if you're the type of person, like, I have this one friend, my best friend, and she always is, like, she's, like, I don't want to, go- like, she's, like, always makes an appointment be, like, I don't want to gossip about people. And as, like, a recovering gossip queen... Like, sometimes when she says that, I'm like, damn, that's hard because I just want to gossip about people. But I know that being around her is making me better because of that. Because I'm not sitting around talking crap about people all the time. Like, that's not doing anything good for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying we all don't gossip every once in a while. But it's like, I've had friendships 
who these foundation of them was gossiping about other people. For sure. And so it's like, what kind of foundation is that to build a friendship on? So, um, I don't want to give time to people like that anymore. I want to give time to people who support me and what I'm going through and lift me up and people, yeah, who share like-minded, like, Goals, goals. Just, like aspirations. I don't know. Yeah, who are bettering themselves yes. too. You don't have to be bettering yourself all the time, but like you know, who have goals and have aspirations because you know it's so much easier to get pulled down than pull someone up. And people who just aren't making me a priority because I feel like I make people in my life a priority, and so I want that. I'm. This is the thing. 2022. I'm matching energy. Like, fuck yeah. Whatever you give me. Is what you're gonna get back. This so it's like, yeah. I I'm not like, and I will do anything for everyone. And I totally understand that there is going to be times when like you might only have ten percent to give me, and I'm gonna have to give ninety to our friendship. Like everybody's gonna go through those times. But if I'm finding you're consistently that way, it might not be the best fit. I saw this thing on TikTok, and it like shook me. Because it was just so true. And he was talking about like how you should have a cover charge like for your life. And it's like you should have like non-negotiables for someone to be in your life. Whether that's you require quality time with that person. Like you require, you know, them to like if you need to talk, they need to answer the phone. Like not necessarily all the time. But like or you need to like, you know, be communicating every couple days. Like Whatever it is for whatever kind of relationship it is, like, you need to know what your boundaries are, and that is the cover charge to your life. That's how you, like, even get in the door. And so I was like, yeah, you know, that's, like, so true. Like, I don't I don't want to, like, just, like, give people open access to me anymore yeah. because well, it's draining. That, and I think it all that just, like, all comes down to, like, knowing your worth and your value, even yeah. when it comes to friendships, because you don't only know your worth in, like, relationships with guys. I feel like that's where girls almost get it twisted. Even guys do. It's like, you gotta know your worth when you're in a relationship, but it comes to relationships with friends, too. Right. Not just, like, your, your boyfriend or significant other. It's, like, it's friends, too. That's important. They're a big part of your life and with most people. Like, friends are important, which... Well, yeah, and, like, also friendships, too. Like, you have to be a lot more careful with friendships because somebody told me this one time, and it, like, blew my mind, and I've always thought about friendships differently because of it. So, like, if two friends get in a fight, like, we can't have sex and make up. Like, and that intimacy can erase problems. You know what I mean? Like, if you get in a fight with your man and then you guys have sex, your ultimate – your back in that lovey giddy oh I'm over it like I love you so much you know because you're intimate you have that like bond bond again the intimacy brings you back together you don't have that with your friends you don't have that like physical intimacy to bring you back together so it's like you have to actually be a lot more careful because you can't rely on that physical intimacy to bring you back together you have to be like making sure that you're keeping those relationships flowing smoothly because all we have is our words our communication like our you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so that's why like I whenever when I heard that I was like oh my god like you really do have to like really be careful with your friendships because something that wouldn't fester in a relationship can actually fester and ruin a relation or a friendship I do believe that I 100% believe that. And I feel like we both experienced that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if I had a dime for every friend breakup I've gone through. Mm, we've all been there. It's okay. That makes me sound toxic. 
Oh. It's not me. Okay, also, no, I'm like, just kidding. the fact that we come from, like, a small town, like, things are different in small towns. Friendships are different. Relationships are different. You grow up more like family. I don't know. But, you know, I can also admit I've been the toxic one a time so or two. Lying. You know, we all have. And if you say you haven't, you're the toxic mm, one. You're lying. If, if you say, I've never been the toxic one, I have news for you. You're the you're toxic right. one. Like, I'm sorry, sweetie. No. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been the toxic one. But, so yeah, just more intentional friendships okay. and I relationships. Like I really love that. I love that. Um, I want to circle back to something that you said in the beginning of your goal, because I'm truly curious. Mm-hmm. We don't have to name names, mm-hmm. but uh, who told you they don't want to gossip? Haley. Haley is always like... Yeah, she's always just like, I'm not trying to talk shit about people. Mm-hmm. I hope she listens to this and hears her being shout out. Yeah, um, yeah no, Haley that. Haley always tells me that. She's like, I don't want to talk shit about people. I'm, I'm not trying to gossip about people. And she says it with such conviction that it really humbles me. Well, and she's really cool. Like, the, anytime I've spent time with her, we never... No, bad about people. because she just doesn't spend her time doing that. Or and thinking I, about it. No, it consumes no time in her mind. Which I love. I'm just like, what? Um, can you, so much of my time freed up. Like right. realizing how much I don't have to think about what other people are doing and just being like, you know what? I hope everyone's doing well. Right. And it too just like, yeah, leaves a lot of the drama. Yeah. I also, something I've thought a lot about is like, Calling someone your best friend, too, or just even, like, your good friends. They can't be your good friend if you just walk away and talk shit about them. Same with your best friends. If you're just Uh walking away and talking shit, like, clearly that's just, like, not your best friend. Like, I can honestly say that I have very few best friends. Like, let's just use my sister, for example, Kelly. Every time I walk away from her, like, there's not one part of me that will ever, like, wants to talk shit about her or will talk shit about her. Like... Even if we're sisters, so even if she does something annoying or whatever, it's just we move on from it. Like, she rarely does. But, like, she is a person that I can honestly look at and walk away from and never talk shit about her. Could be because she's my sister, but I also think I just have that much respect for her as a person and a friend and sister. I just wouldn't do that to her. Right. But I can wholeheartedly say she is 100% my best friend. And not feel bad about that. Yeah. I also think I've had a lot of friendships like that, but they all ended. Every single really? one of them that I would, like, walk away and, like, talk badly about them, they've all ended. Because it's, like, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like, or we're not that close anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even, like, if I still talk, like, we're not that, yeah. Because it's just, like, obviously, but you know what I also think about that? I think with that, it is uh, not 100%, but it largely stems from not being able to have an honest friendship with that person. True. Because if I have an issue with you, I say, Lauren, we got to talk. Like, I got to tell you, can I be honest with you? Like, even if you don't want to hear it, you don't like it. Even if we get in a little fight. Yeah. Even if we get in a little fight, I'm I'm like, I'm going to tell you this because I think you need to hear it. I think it's important or I need to get it off my chest. And it's the same with all the friends that are close in my life right now that I'm like, I'm just going to say it and because because I think that that's where that stems is because there is not honesty in that friendship because otherwise you'd say it to their face. Yeah. Unless you're just mean-spirited. There is people that are just okay, yes. mean-spirited. For sure. They just have that in them. But a lot of times if you do love your friend, the shit talking is from a place of venting and it's because yes. you cannot be honest with them because some people just like cannot handle honesty. True. However, caveat that whatever I don't know but it sounds nice so anyways <laughs> caveat <laughs> um 
I think that there's like almost like no greater way of showing someone you love and care about your friendship or relationship than being honest with them. For real. Because yeah. it's almost like because like Kelly did that with me last year, really gave me a wake up call, and I love telling people this because she really saved me and um, woke me up to like a lot of stuff, a lot of shit that I was doing. Okay, I was being a real shit person. Anyways, she just was like very straight up. But the thing, seeing her tell me, she was like shaking, she was crying, and she was like, "It's not easy for me to tell you this because I don't want to upset you, I don't want to hurt your feelings." But like, my thing was I was talking a lot of shit about certain people that I shouldn't have been. And, um, in case they ever listen to this, don't put that on there. <laughs> there was just certain people that she brought to my attention. She's like, you know what? They're not doing anything to you, but you're just like in this place of like feeling bad for yourself, talking shit about them all the time. And you just like need to be better. She said it a lot nicer, but right. that was the gist of it. And obviously it did hurt my pride and it hurt, it hurt in the moment, but I was like, okay, clearly this is an issue for my sister to bring it up to me. Right. Who never tells me anything like this. Right. And it was a huge wake-up call. And then a few weeks, fast forward a few weeks, and I was, like, really, like, felt like that was a true act of love. Yeah. Like, because I was like, man, she loves me that much that she wanted to have the hard conversation with me and deal with potential repercussions of me being really upset or whatever. I, I didn't really get upset. Like, I wasn't mad at all. I was just more like, okay, this is just huge. This is a lot for my ego and my pride. Right. But... It really gave me a lot to think about, and I'm super grateful that she did it. It was just a hard lesson, but super appreciative. Well, yeah, because that's uncomfortable, and that person's willing to put themselves in a position of discomfort. And it also says a lot about your relationship with that person because it's safe. Your relationship is safe enough that I can come to you and say, hey, I think A, B, C, D, and I need you to take that and know that I'm saying it with love, and I'm saying it from a way that... There has to be a lot of safety between two people for that to be able to happen. Yes. I a thousand percent agree. I don't think a lot of friendships have that. Right. I would venture to say no. I think, I, I think too, I don't know if it's like a society thing now or what, but like, or a generational thing, all friendships just seem shallow. A lot of relationships these days seem shallow yeah. to, to me. Yeah. There's not a lot of depth. I, I, no, you're right. I actually posted this thing on Instagram the other day. You probably saw it. It's like, and it said, I stopped like reading so deeply into people when I realized they weren't reading that deeply into themselves. And that like, what, like, cause I used to spend a lot of time like thinking about like why people were doing what they did and like, why were they acting that way? Or why did they have that behavior? Or why were they like doing? And then I started realizing, I'm like, these people aren't this in depth with themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, so why am I spending all, like, like, I, I don't think people always realize you can have a very shallow relationship with yourself. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like that's talked about enough. Like, you can be in a very shallow place with yourself. Ooh, we should dive deeper into that. Yes. Ooh. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I know, because that's a big part of, like, what happened to me this last year is I was like, I realized, like, oh, I'm the problem. <laughs> My life has so many problems, and what's the common denominator? Myself. <laughs> like, I am the common denominator of my life's issues, and I realized this last year, I was like, I am the fucking problem. Like, and I need to, I need to grow, and I need to change, or these problems are just going to continue, and that's why I just feel like people need to know, like, if you wake up time and time and time again, and you see the same problems in your life in different forms babes it's you you're like, the common denominator you're, yeah nothing's changing but you yeah, like i feel that 
that's a lot though. It's hard. Like, I think that's, um, that shows a lot of like maturity and growth, just like recognizing that you're the problem. And I'm working with my life coach has taught me that like nine times out of 10, you are the problem. Mm -hmm. Anything that like you want to be different or whatever, like you, you just can't blame people for everything. And I feel like there's this huge thing and and I don't know if I don't know if it's a generational thing again like or what it is but like a lot of young adults or kids these days I feel like have a chip on their shoulder like poor me poor me poor me or they're too prideful to say that they're like the issue but I think that's huge once you realize that like oh if I could just do this differently even if the person's like a maybe a crappy person whatever if you could just do things differently the outcome will be different you can control that yeah the world like opens up to you when you realized you're the issue and you're you have the power to fix it right and stop feeling bad for yourself personally i think that's a super unattractive quality like the self-pity like it's like my life is just terrible i'm like you can do something about it 100 percent. stop being around those people or like stop doing that behavior yeah we just need to stop yeah Uh, yeah i think that's a big uh it's just like a big thing i've come across with a lot of people our age and some younger more growing up I don't come across it too much now but like a lot of people that we grew up with and some people I know now but we don't need to get into that um yeah. should we talk about another goal whose goal was that oh that was mine which I love by the way I feel we got like, so deep into that no that's good I think that was a big goal for me last year was like really being more intentional about the people I spend time with because I'm such a people pleaser I was just like saying yes to everyone then I'd leave and be like I don't know why I hung out with you like I don't this relationship doesn't have a lot of, like, doesn't bring a lot of value to my life personally, and I don't really know what's going on here. So, for me, a goal this year, I'm actually going to completely switch gears. No, that's fine. Um, is thinking more, like, developing, I guess, healthier long-term goals in terms of my health. Mm. Um, I'm trying to, like, I'm really good at doing the short-term, quick challenges, uh, I'm very competitive, so I can do a 12-week challenge like I just did. Mm-hmm. That stuff's easy for me, but the problem is, like, that what I'm doing in those challenges isn't sustainable, mm-hmm. so I guess I'm trying to, con- like, uh, develop more sustainable, healthier goals to keep me healthier long-term. So um, it's a healthy lifestyle. Lifestyle goals, sure. Yeah, not so competitive and, like, short-term and just, like, a quick fix kind of. I feel you. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's, like, I, I really, I want to be, what is it, snatched, like I said earlier. I just, like, want to have, like, a, I want to have a banging body this year. really want to work on the peach. And Every time you refer to yourself as wanting to get snatched, you offend me. I just want you to know. Sorry. Like, I want to get, I don't know, I just, I just have, like, a diff- I have an idea of what I want my body to look like. So, this year, I'm really going to focus on lower body, which I hate doing any type of lower body body exercise and then my diet I want to like build just I want to be able to um take in more calories like so basically I just need to get more active so I can like eat more hmm. I want to have like a higher calorie diet I'm, I'm so like the longest time I was into like being super lean I still am but, like I wanted to be lean and like low calories I just want to be so lean all the time I really am okay with like being a little thicker if I can eat more I don't want to be hella thick but like just like a healthy I don't know, thick though. You're trying to find a balance. Yeah, a balance like where I can be happy with my body and not feel like I'm, but and also just be in great shape. Um, but I'm not looking like so lean that I'm yeah. vascular. Like that's just not maintainable for right. me. It's not healthy. It's also really, you know, 
F's with your mind. Like, it's just, there's a lot with that. So, yeah, for me, it's, like, and two, just appreciating my body. I don't think I do that enough. I'm really trying to get away from the negative self-talk. That's Um, hard. Yeah. So, for me, it's, like, creating a better, like, I don't know, lifestyle, just better lifestyle goals. Something I can maintain, even if it, like, comes down to my thoughts. Like, my thoughts, my diet, all of it. I just really want to work on something sustainable. I also want to be just better the better talk the better you talk to yourself I feel like that other people see that I also want to be that for my girls one day for my daughters I don't I need to get in the habit now because I'm I'm so quick to talk down on myself right and I feel like it's not attractive and it's not attractive to me either doing it to myself like I find myself like hating myself most of the time I'm so negative towards my body sorry it's no no that's like what this part it just like almost made me emotional because it's like I feel like I feel like this is your friend like you know everybody I introduce you to or everybody who meets you they're like oh my god she's perfect like she's so stunning and it always is like you don't see yourself through the lens that the everyone else sees you you have like this like filter of yourself on that is like so different and you know it's a real thing like and and I almost feel like the the fitter you get in a way I don't know if you agree with this the harder you are on yourself like obviously I went through a huge weight loss this last year I've never been harder on my body than I am right now yeah and you expect more from yourself yeah and you've been this way for so long like ever that it's like yeah i you, you are hard on yourself, but I think that the fact that you want to change that and you recognize it, like, that's always the hardest part is just knowing, like, this isn't doing, this isn't good for me. And I've yeah. learned so much about the mind this year and about the body and the brain and your brain and your body and your cells and your every organ, every, like, your nervous system, it listens to you all the time. Yeah. And it's like, you can't ever, like, heal or you can't ever like be healthy in a body that you hate right so it's like I think that's so huge for you yeah I mean I'm yeah I think so too and I think it'll just be huge in terms of like my confidence level Mm -hmm. I really just because like you know how you have those days where you're like I look good today yeah today I feel like I have more days where I'm just like I don't even want to look at myself in the mirror I want to have more days where I like because I've worked hard for everything I have even now. Right. But I want to be able to look in the mirror and appreciate it rather than look at it and be like, you still look like a baby whale. Like, there are still areas you need to fix. Like, for me, my thighs. I just went here. They're too big. And it's a big problem for me. But I want to be able to walk by and be like, I applaud you for everything you've worked for. Like, your body's great. Your body serves you so well. Like, I do need to be more appreciative to my body for all that it can do for me. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Honoring my body more, I think. Um, yeah, so, what yeah. it does for you every day. Yeah. And I think it's really important that you're talking about this because I could see some people being like, oh my gosh, well, how could you look like that? And say those things like, imagine what you say about like bigger people. But that's not the point. The point is you can be at any size mm-hmm. and you can feel insecure in your body mm-hmm. and like if you want to go on a weight loss journey or if you feel you're overweight or you're unhappy with your body don't think that being fit is gonna gonna change your your mentality like you know what I mean and I think that not a lot of enough people talk about that because you know we live in this fit 
Instagram world. And I don't think people like, I love that you're so open about your mentality, about your body with how fit you are, because I would imagine how many of these super, super fit people on Instagram or TikTok or wherever also look in the mirror and aren't happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, and there are people of all different shapes and sizes who look in the body and genuinely love it. Yes. And it's like, those people are actually more healthy because they, yeah, they just love what they see and their body knows it. Right. And it, and it like, you can see it like they exude that energy. A hundred percent. It's like a joy that comes out of, I think it's powerful that you talk about that because I think it's something that like the fitness industry does not talk about. Well, I just feel like everyone assumes because you're fit, the grass is like, you know, you always assume the grass is always greener or like, because you're fit, you just must like, right. You like, yeah, no. That's, yeah, you must be like, super confident. Oh, like, right. Like, I suffer from, I think, I've been self-diagnosed, but body dysmorphia. Big right. time. Big time. And so... That's huge. I'll add yes. a trigger warning on this. Yeah. Not me. that it's funny, but... No, no, well, no. Like, I, I do. I think I do. And I think... So, yeah, for me, like, I don't have a scale anymore. I threw out the scale. I'm not going to focus on numbers. I do kind of like the scale just to sort of track progress. So you can kind of see, like... I like to see that I'm making some progress one way or the other, but I feel like right now the scale is not good for me, so I'm not using a scale. That's good. I'm going solely based off, like, what I look like, how I feel in my clothes mm-hmm. is a big one, and um, honestly, like, too, trusting my body. Like, I'm going to experiment this year with my diet big time. Obviously, I'm going to keep it healthy, um, but with my macros, I should say. I'm going to experiment. I want to see, like, just how many, like, what my caloric intake can get up to, I guess. How high can I get without bulking, per se? I want to, yeah. like, really work up to, like, intaking more calories and taking more calories. And then I might cut here and there just for fun. Mm-hmm. But I want this year to be, like, a very healthy journey slash experiment of what my body can do. I and love that. And, yeah, I want to get stronger mentally. Just because I, I really want people, like, I want to be confident. I want to be that confident person that I think people like view me as if you don't know me <laughs> if you haven't listened to this podcast <laughs> yeah or like if you spent you know a significant amount of time with me like you'll quickly see that I'm not like physically as confident in myself there's other things I'm confident in I'm not over here like hate everything about me but like physically nah it's like not always there some days don't get me wrong great right but like most days not so much but that's real that's really real yeah and truly that's like like, I still have anxiety about going into the gym. I think that's huge. I think those things are not talked about enough. Mm-hmm. How many girls will sit in the gym parking lot for, like, 20 minutes and have to gas themselves up, mm-hmm. hype themselves up, to go inside? Mm-hmm. It's just an accomplishment walking through the door. 100%. So I applaud any girl that struggles with yep. that. Like, I've been there. I still feel it. I think even on some of my best days, I still feel that. Like, And I just think there's so much that's like not I don't know we should do probably a whole episode on this about just like gym anxiety fooding like not food anxiety but like you know I know I obsess over food and stuff like that that that's just like more people should talk about I mean obviously we want to do it in like a safe way with trigger warnings because I don't want anyone to like you know be affected by it but I think it's stuff that people have to talk about because I don't think that enough people exactly like you're saying are talking about stuff like that and it's yeah the kind of, it's the, um, it's not a unique experience. And so we kind of have to stop treating it like it is. Right. But 
Well, I think, too, I like the fact that you and I have two different perspectives. Totally. We're coming at it from two different angles, like, two different lifestyles that we've led up to this point. Like, Mm -hmm. we just, yeah, I think between the two of us, there's a lot to be said and a lot to share. Both of our journeys are so different. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack, for sure. Um, Okay, so we are going to stick to our goal of stating three goals. So you have have another goal. I have one more, but it's just not as deep, so it'll be a good one to kind of end on. I'm trying to be more consistent with posting online. I feel like the last year has given me a story to tell. Actually, the last few years, obviously, like with my dad dying and, like, my career taking off and everything that's happened to me for the last year, you know, buying my homes, doing my rental property, like, everything in my life. Like, even stuff I went through with church, you know, like, kind of, like, yeah. all the religious trauma of that and just, you know, leaving leaving our, my hometown. You left, too. But, like, all this stuff, it's, like, I have a story to tell and I know there's a lot of facets to it that would be helpful to someone, even if it's, like, one person. I don't care. And it's, like, I've gone through so much to not share the knowledge that I've learned and to not put it out there. And I owe it to myself and that one person that it could help. Yes. So I'm really trying to be more consistent on my Instagram, on TikTok. I'm glad we're finally doing this because this is going to be helpful to somebody. <laughs> so years later. <laughs> yeah, literally 365 <laughs> days later. Um, but so that's my third goal is to just be very consistent, even if it's just like stories every day or one TikTok video a day or in like one podcast a week, a month, whatever. Like I just want to be consistent. Cool. Um, okay, mine's like semi-deep, but we don't have to get too into it. I mean, not really. I think for me, it's just all about follow-through this year. I want to be that reliable friend that people can count on. I haven't okay. always been. Um, I'm working on, like, getting back to texts faster, answering my phone or texts, like, when I get them instead of waiting. So then I get so much anxiety waiting to respond to texts. Um, so, yeah, really just being more reliable this year and, like, following through on my commitments. So, like, this, this is a commitment. But, like, working with my life coach over the last year and a half has taught me that I can commit and follow through on things because I have a set meeting with her. Right. And I've done it for the last year and a half. That is something I had never really done. No, that's amazing. Um, So, for me, it's, like, all about follow through this year. Like, I just want to follow through on some of the goals that I've set. So, like, our podcast um, and, then like, whatever else comes. The social media stuff, I love that. I just don't think I'm quite ready for that level of commitment. And I'm also going to, like, live through you a little and ride your... You want to be featured on my Insta? Is that I'm what you're saying? I'm going to be featured on your Insta, but then hopefully with this podcast, stuff like that, maybe I'll be encouraged to post more. But, like, I love the idea of, like, getting active on social media. I just don't – my head's not in it yet. I need to just, like, get back to my text messages first before I can be consistent Walk on before stories. you run. That's walk before right. you run. Let's I, just say we're crawling, actually. I'm not even walking. We're – you were just born, so. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're trying to turn over. Um no, I think those are all great goals. I think yeah. we have great goals this year. I think it's going to be a great year. I've been just seeing so much about people and their year. I'm excited for everybody else's year because I just feel like everybody's on the same wavelength this year. We're tired of, like, we're tired of kind of the cloud that COVID's been and, like, we're ready to bust out and start living again and, fo- like you said, following our dreams, following our goals. And I'm excited for people, and I'm excited for Heck us. Yeah, same. I think it was just we're coming from like a really dark time. Yeah, truly, our country, in our country, in our families, like it's just been a dark time. Yeah, COVID's really put like so much loss and just like yeah. you know, and yeah, it's it's a time like that. I think people are ready to kind of start to just maybe find some joy again. 
2022, baby. 2022. Get after it. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye.